We got fins to the left, fins to the right. You're the only bait in town. I'm Jamie O'Kane, CPA, small business advanced tax planning and compliance extraordinaire. And this is the Abundant Beans Podcast, the podcast that takes my love for learning what makes people tick while digging into the good, bad, and ugly of small business ownership. We strive to give you the insight that only those in the trenches of being and working with entrepreneurs can provide. I'm your host, Jamie O'Kane. It's so good to be back with you. Well, I know it's been a little while. Today, we are kicking off a new mini-series, um, highlighting our successes and helping our clients claim and receive employee retention credits. Uh, to date, we have completed filings claiming $1.5 million in credits for our clients, and that's only over about nine clients. So in this series, we're gonna go over four examples or four, four case studies um, to show you and kind of walk through our process on qualifying our clients and how much they got in retention credits. For a quick refresher on how the employee retention credits work, the employee retention credit is a refundable, refundable payroll tax credit. So these are filed with your payroll forms for eligible businesses that meet one of the following tests. You don't have to meet all three of them. You don't have to meet two of them. You only have to meet one test. The first test is that the business had a fully or partially suspended operations due to specific orders from a government agency. This could look like the mayor's office or the health authorities or the licensing boards. It's a labyrinth basically of potential mandates. These mandates are not easy to find. Every state is different. Um, and right now we're finding that the mandates may have been removed from the websites. So it's a lot of research and digging that we have to do. Test two is that the business experienced a significant decline in gross receipts. That's the easiest test. Test three is that the business qualifies as a recovery startup business. We'll talk a little bit more about that one in episode three, or maybe two, I can't remember which episode. If you want to learn more about the, um, the credits, we have a bunch of episodes on the website, as well as a dedicated webpage that I will talk about when we're done with this study. Our first case study is an established veterinary practice in Oregon. Practice has an average of 31 employees, including the owners. And let's walk through the steps we took to determine if the client was eligible for the credits. The first step we always do is that test two. Did they have a decline in revenue? Again, that's the easiest test. This client actually had an increase in revenues for every quarter. All right, well, easiest test didn't work. We're gonna to go to the second one, government orders. Thankfully, Oregon made this one easy for us. Oregon OSHA provided very specific mandates specifically for veterinary practices. The mandates included mandatory curbside services, mandatory limits on pet owners in the facilities, and social distancing protocols. These mandates were specific enough and included language that is directive instead of a suggestion or recommendation, which means we get to use them. Now we must, we must prove that the mandates created an impact on the operation. So first we have to have mandates and then we have to prove that there was an impact. To do that, we ask our clients to complete a spreadsheet that includes an appointment and staff hour breakdown by month. This is a lot of work for 2019, 2020, and 2021. We then do an analysis on these numbers to see if we can prove a more than nominal effect, which is a more than 10% effect per the IRS regulations on this data during the applicable mandate period. For this client, there was a more than nominal effect 
on hours for the entire period they were under mandates. These, these are the gold standard ones. Then we calculate the credits for the applicable period and optimize for any PPP loan overlap. Yes, it sounds complicated because it is. The conclusion here is that the client was able to cl claim $355,000 of credits over three quarters. If you want to know more about the employee retention credits, visit our website at abundantbeans.com ERC. Until next time, be abundant. Thank you so much for listening or watching. Be sure to subscribe on YouTube, iTunes, or wherever you prefer to listen. If you learned something and found some useful information to apply to your business today, please consider giving us a thumbs up and a review. Until next week, be abundant. Be abundant.